0: Welcome to the Sports for Champions podcast. My name is Jordan and I'm going to be your host for the day. Nevertheless, I'm also going to be joined by Mason Baker, who is a wheelchair rugby league player and is also one of our colleagues in the office. But the highlight and the event of today's podcast is going to be Martin Norris. So Martin Norris back in 2008 won the World Cup in the wheelchair Rugby League and he's got a lot to talk about with regards to his career his journey. We're gonna start off this episode by talking about his motivations as with regards to training
1: I think um, I, open, I, I don't you know. really bother with music and you know headphones yeah, and all that kind of stuff but like you're saying I just it's just about preparing it yeah, yeah. so in the morning, get up, have my coffee,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, sort the dogs out, whatever, and then band session Yeah,
0: it takes 20 minutes. Yeah. That's the thing. I'll I'll go back sometimes after work, and sometimes when I used to go to the gym, I used to procrastinate for, like, hours on end, like, do I really want to go, do I want to go? By the and time I'd,
2: you go, it's like...
0: Or sometimes I just wouldn't go because yeah. of that reason, whereas when you're at home, you have your bands there, or whatever and you're like... I'll just do it for fun. It's just fun. You yeah. don't you don't have to see it as like, oh, this is a workout. You can treat it as maybe 20 minutes of just doing, because you'll feel good straight after uh, that. Bands you can
1: put around any door. Yeah. yeah. Just, just put it in the lounge and watch the TV. Yeah. So watch Literally the news, just whilst you're watching the news. Yeah. Just, yeah. just, <laughs> just <laughs> like triceps, bike, yeah, anything really. You know, yeah. and just incorporating those small changes.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. You, you will see over... Six oh, months, you will that, see yeah. a massive difference just by making those little changes. Um, I train, so I, I rent out my local, um, it's like a village hall essentially. Yeah, it, it, it's tiny, it, yeah, it's probably just bigger than a badminton court, <laughs> right? That's gotcha. okay. mm-hmm. but there's only me, yeah, so so it's so enough
0: room to it, it's just enough room. I put a few cones out and just push. That's, that's pretty awesome. Do you, are you quite a motivated person when you train? Do you, cause you don't like, you were saying you don't want music when you train. So I'd imagine you're very, I, focused. so I like to try and control my breathing. That's such an important thing. So, breathing.
1: you know, you'll see people and, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and yeah. you're like, you're not yeah. enjoying that. I'm not like, yeah. yeah. So if you just slow that, that down, yeah you'll
0: actually do more yeah so do you do like any forms like meditation or is it something because i'm not big into meditation honestly i i understand kind of the principles and i think the most important thing as you say is the breathing techniques because i think if you can learn to kind of you know like do a deep inhale like a longer exhale you you just i don't know it starts to change the way your brain thinks yeah at times i'm like am i actually
2: breathing (laughs) I'm still here but I don't know if I'm breathing yeah I forgot to breathe I think <laughs> you know for like 30 yeah.
1: seconds or something and that's just kind of s- just just trying to slow it down because over and, and it's more really this season um, you know so sort of going from an 80 minute a-, a game player to having lockdown where I've you know ate pizza and done the wrong things, not trained. Good on you. Well, <laughs> maybe not the not trained bit. Yeah. But, <laughs> but not trained. And, and a lot of that is because I couldn't train. Yeah. So, you know, gyms were closed, yeah. leisure centres are. were turned into vaccine centres. We couldn't.
0: But you've adapted. We couldn't so use them. The thing.
1: So, you know, having that period of time and then getting a call oh, we've got a force tournament in Sheffield. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? Like, this is like three <laughs> weeks time. aren't we? like, yeah, yeah. Lie <laughs> yeah, down get and, uh, The chair's yeah. just
2: going to get the dust off.
1: Yeah, can I fit in my chair? Um, <laughs> you know th- th- these kind of things, and then you go, and um, you know you're blowing after four or five minutes. Yeah. And I, I was seriously at that point. I'm thinking, I'm can I do this? Can I play yeah, this season? Yeah. You know, am I able to actually do this? Because I've gone from playing eighty minutes every game, no, no issues at all. And then it, it's actually helped. Yeah. So, so this season has helped massively because it's given me a different.
0: What are your goals for this season? Yeah. Kind of personal ones and collective ones, obviously with your team. So win the grand final, yeah, um, and then win a World Cup. Big goals, yeah. yeah. Do you have kind of like small set scale goals that you set as well? Kind of like day to day. I'd like to improve on this. Or I'd like to help this person achieve that. And I just, I just want to play more minutes. That's yeah, my yeah. my goal is to get to, to a
1: point where by the grand final, I'm comfortable playing eighty minutes yeah. again. Yeah. Um, but it's massively helped in a sense of I see things differently so like I was saying before I would throw a massive strop if you took me off Yeah. now after 20 minutes I come off because I can't breathe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the best thing to do in that situation to be I fair. tried to control my breathing that much yeah. just, I'm done you're like I've lost control <laughs> <laughs> so I come off
0: signalling right? yeah. Yeah, I come off have a breather Good have on. a drink yeah. and watch the game yeah, yeah, yeah. You're quite an analytical person. Yeah. do you feel yeah. like you read the game really well
1: nowadays? Yeah. So then I come back on after half time, and in the twenty minutes where I've been sat, I'm watching where are my weaknesses. Yeah. You know yeah. where are the weaknesses in, in the opposition, and I can come on them for twenty minutes. Exploit those weaknesses and then come back off again because I can't breathe again.
0: Yeah. So was, it's about being a lot more tactical with your game. Yeah. It's not a case of just I can maintain this level of performance for eighty minutes or whatever. Yeah. Like you can yeah.
1: yeah. I'm actually probably more effective in this sense. Yeah. yeah. Because you've seen so much. Because you're seeing the the whole picture yeah. rather than just what's in front of you. Yeah. Because a and you lot get of it, lost in the game sometimes, but, don't you? But I've got to trust my inside shoulder to do their job yeah that's yeah. not my job my job is the man in front of me yeah, yeah I have to take care of the man in front of me make sure he doesn't score yeah. it's a team sport so I you know I can only do my job
0: do you communicate with like your teammates when you're playing quite a lot oh, is that or is it just something that because I ask a lot of the athletes they say normally it's become it's reached the point where it's just a couple of words that everyone just understands yeah because you've obviously trained so long together
1: I think it depends on the individual. Yeah. So, me and Phil Roberts, we don't speak to each other at all on court, really. Right. Because he knows where I'm going and I know where he's going without even a word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we we does go wrong from time (laughs) to time, you know, but ninety nine percent of the time, I just hit a line and and the ball is coming. coming. Yeah. I just catch the ball, and I'm through a gap. Yeah. And we've not called it it's, it's instinctive. just it's just yeah. instinctive. it's yeah.
0: second nature at this point to do that
1: yeah whereas there's obviously all the players where you kind of need that bit more
2: communication
0: yeah. i i always noticed that with sports because i'm i've always been quite an analytical person and like i feel like i read it but technically i've, I've never been the best uh, you know if i if i played like football or rugby um but i feel like sometimes you need both you yeah. need somebody that is just gifted and Maybe needs that little bit of a push, and then somebody that can kind of control the lay- the you know, the layout of the field. Well, and yeah, so you mentioned obviously uh, Phil Roberts. Yeah, is this same Phil Roberts? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So his son's Declan Roberts, am I correct? That's correct. So he's now going to be England's captain. Is that right? No. So he was the England Knights captain. Oh, Knights captain. Okay, that's the one. I knew it was something along those lines. And is this like the first time? Yeah. So d- like. For You kind of it makes me feel very old, <laughs> oh yeah. No, it's very it makes, it makes <laughs> proud, but yeah, yeah. it just makes me feel very old, and then the proud bit as well. Yeah, assuming. of course, of course. Yeah. Do you feel like kind of you've helped to like guide him through, or you'll be able to help him guide him through that as well? And yeah, I mean, we, we... do you talk quite a lot? Yeah, you, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um,
1: you know, so we I've known him since he was probably 11, 12,
0: um, and how old is he now? 20. Three, right? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I am not old. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you're that old. I heard the date, day of birth. Uh, yeah.
1: Not that old. Yeah. So, you know, but it's you know, it's a massive honour to yeah. see him, to, yeah. s- to be to see him play for his country and be a part of it. Yeah, of course. You know, and you know, just giving him that
0: that better guidance really yeah, and you know giving him that encouragement that he needed that he's going to be good enough and not to panic and just yeah. have fun with it as well and it's the
1: same kind of stuff that i was going back to earlier where i was saying about you know controlling, controlling the court and, yeah. the, and the crowd and stuff like that and trying yeah. to you know everybody's got their own way of doing things but if i can say
0: well this is how i do it he could implement some of those strategies and then maybe modify it to a way yeah. that fits yeah, you, his you, you, everybody does their own thing yeah but what I try
1: and do is I try and nick bits from other people, yeah. you know, so he does that really well, let's take that, he does that really well, let's take that, and what you tend to do is mash it all together and then you're on. Have you stack. ever,
0: like, modelled, because I think, again, like, in sports psychology, like, modelling is, like, a big characteristic where you'll go and watch other people perform, like, on videotapes and things, and you'll try and model yourself on some of the techniques that they use, so do you feel like there have been, like, big influences and... Because this is a question, I don't know if I want to ask this, but I think Mason will probably ask this. Which one? The one about like best players. Sort of. I think I don't know who
2: you're gonna say. Who's the best player you've ever played with?
1: Um, so the best player I've ever played with, you're probably
0: Can you probably tell m- me first. Not who you think I'm gonna say. Really? Whisper who you think to me. Jack. Well, that wasn't very much of a whisper, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. settle. So no
1: offense to Jack. Yeah. But it's not Jack. Wow. He is the best player in the world, but it's not him, which sounds crazy. Um, <laughs> Please
0: elaborate. <laughs> uh, the best player I've ever played Jack, is, An- is Andy Wharton. No, he used to play for.
1: Hall- <laughs> I've never heard of him. used, oh. to, he used to play for Halifax. Right. Um, he played for England from 08 to 2013. He basically. Played at number three in the middle of the court and he literally smashed whoever was in front of him for 80 minutes. And he, so was, just he, he, does. <laughs> no. he was just an absolute machine. Yeah. Um, he did
0: the stuff that doesn't get noticed.
2: Recognized, yeah.
0: They're always the most influential players in any sport. The ones who were kind of. Like the, under like the puppets like and pulling the strings that nobody realise make that space for people, yeah. You know, give that encouragement to someone that needs it at the right time, makes that play when it's kind of last minute, last gasp.
1: Yeah, he's his, just his engine, his, his work rate was just second to nobody.
0: He could just push all day. Um, would you say you kind of like going back to modeling, would you say that you know? playing around him, do you feel like you picked up a lot from that as well? Yeah, And yeah. vice versa, I'm sure. It's just in terms of his
1: defensive style, his, his way of playing, his, you know, get your chair in the right place before yeah. you even think about reaching yeah, for yeah. a tag. That's the, the, you know, those kind of things is that, you know, I guess that back in the <laughs> early no. days, we we all, um, we all learnt from each other. You know, yeah. we all kind of look at, oh what does he do well what does he do you know or what does she do well and we we just kind of nick these little bits little bits yeah and and kind of try and implement
0: comes like a family right where you kind of course where you want to help each other and like you all know how each other ticks because you learn about each other's personalities and from having that gauge of kind of what will help somebody in a moment you can probably just like delve into that and yeah some people are more nuanced with that, as like I'm sure like yourself, yeah. from like experience, so...
1: Yeah, quite a lot of people try and uh, steal my trademark move, but... Go know, on, what's the trademark move? Just rotate your shoulder. Mm.
0: So, like...
1: Right. you so rot- have a tag here. Yeah. yeah. So if I rotate my shoulder, the tag's here. So it's hard. Harder, if I lean over... It? That's
0: yeah. clever
1: but then, they're gonna, bring, and then they're gonna bring absolutely nowhere near it and
0: i can still push this wheel yeah so like then it just makes sense. so that's something you have picked up that other people see you do and they're like how do we combat this yeah and and a lot of people do it now yeah. loads of people do you know made me think of we had a, an mma fighting here called craig McIntosh, and he was showing both me and harry uh like we both did an example uh where he got us to put the other person in like a chokehold essentially but he was showing like his own signature move and it's kind of similar the amount like how you just turn your arm slightly but most people would never think to just do something seem so simple yeah. but the difference that it can have on your performance can be drastic
1: yeah. so when I played last week um, for England Knights against France and yeah. did the same fake three times <laughs> Yeah. in the and same just, play yeah. literally player one, <laughs> player two
2: <laughs> like a like, dance move uh, in the uh, end yeah. it was i was getting out of camera <laughs> <laughs> he's getting bored he's going off
1: <laughs> but i didn't even push my chair yeah. it was literally just rolling going Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. and they just didn't know how to
1: yeah i mean i just didn't have the fitness that i had so carry back in the day to be able to push after that yeah. once i'd gone around yeah he's but
2: dead after that like, he's going oh <laughs> <laughs> they're they're like, yeah. yeah yeah 20 minutes time <laughs> i like, just need to analyze the game
1: again um so you know it it, it but those little things you don't lose. Yeah. You, you know, those tiny little bits that become you know, part of your gaming yeah. DNA. Yeah. yeah. And and the best one is when someone's trying to smash you.
2: Yeah.
1: So you literally do the fake when someone's trying yeah, to smash yeah. you. And it's
0: like you're, you're faint. It's like a faint, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's literally just like a. So as you do that, your chair goes with you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so see so the in weight in. of. Yeah. So I've caught the ball here and as. as you're trying to smash me. If I do that, I will literally go that way.
0: And it makes me th- makes me think again. Like, you know, that so many sports have these different aspects, and it's like with boxing. Obviously, when someone will do like a little body thing, mm. and that can throw off. You know, th- people think obviously with like boxing, you have to move like substantially, but you just move a tiny bit, and you're dodging a punch. And it's yeah. the same deal, really, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. And, it, and these, you know, these are little tiny details that. Yeah, make things happen. Yeah, but if you c- if people can, it, it's it's kind of stuff that comes with time. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, I'm sort of saying the, these kind of little little bits are probably advanced kind of level in yeah. terms of the way the game works. You know, you do need the basics. It's to better start to get. With, but
2: yeah. if you can add things into the game, that you're going to become a better player. You, you,
1: there's always room for improvement yeah. for anybody
0: you know so if you're kind of a mid-range player so do you think a lot of these kind of aspects have like helped you maintain such like high level of performance like throughout your careers picking up things along the way and through that journey you now have kind of a collection of these things that you can just utilize subconsciously at yeah. any point it's having different skills in you know different tools yeah. in your armory isn't yeah. it yeah. You know, yeah it's
1: having that be able to do something different at that given moment yeah but you only learn that by getting it wrong
0: yeah yeah of course and like that ties in with like winning and losing obviously people always talk about the wins but do you feel then that kind of like losing can be massively beneficial obviously no one likes to lose especially when you're competing
1: yeah so we played um Leeds last season we played Leeds five or six times yeah we lost we didn't lose in every game but we got better yeah. we learned from every single game every single game we played we got better the scoreline got closer and then we went to, we, we played them in the grand final um, which was uh, the game that was on Sky we should have won the game yeah we, we, we had enough to, to win the game but had the grand final been the first game of the season you probably yeah. Yeah. we'd have got battered, you'd have been destroyed and a lot of that was due to fitness after lockdown etc yeah but had we gone and played a team and won by hundred points every week instead of playing Leeds six times, yeah. yeah. So let's say we play Leeds on game one and we lose by the score that we did, probably about thirty points. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We then play other teams and beat them all comfortably. When we come come back around to Leeds again in the grand final, the scoreline would be 30 points again, Yeah, because yeah. we've we, essentially learned we, yeah. nothing by beating teams by 100 yeah. points. You, you, you have to lose to get better. Yeah.
0: yeah, I always think, because obviously when you lose, there are more talking points and there's more people that are going to be fired up to actually have these real discussions, whereas when you win, and maybe not a comfortable win, you'll think, oh we've won, maybe we'll talk about a couple of things we did wrong, but but we won't try and grow from that. So yeah. Um,
1: yeah so you mentioned football earlier yeah um, I'm Man, I follow Man United so this was a great podcast um, yeah. cheers guys yeah. i yeah. let you go so, so I'm joking so as a team we played uh, a team in the Champions League and brought it back to yeah was it 2-0 the yeah. game yeah. finished in the Champions League a yeah, few weeks that. ago Atlanta. was that uh, no, Ronaldo, Atlanta Atlanta yeah, yeah, yeah we beat is that Ronaldo we... scoring yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. yeah so Ronaldo scores the winner or the, yeah. or draw and then we play Liverpool and lose five nil. Yeah. But everybody no, thought you no, no, no. <laughs> everybody thought the game before was a great result. Yeah. yeah. Because we won two I think we won three two or two one again in yeah. that game and yeah. everybody was like, Oh, how great did we play? After going behind two nil yeah. brought it back and won three two, that was it. Yeah. But had we lost that game, would we have lost five nil against Liverpool? Probably not, maybe because you would learn the lessons because you've you've lost the game. Yeah, of course. Whereas because you've got that positive outcome, you're thinking, oh, did did they did they reflect on where they went wrong? Enough. Enough.
0: They probably did after the Liverpool game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Well, they definitely did after that Champions League game. They probably thought, oh, maybe wasn't our greatest. They always say, yeah, it wasn't our greatest performance, but we did manage to, you know. Yeah. just just about edge out the win we wouldn't play our best until the next game when you lose 5-0 and you're like let's talk about that 5-0 by the way I mean, we can break it down a mm-hmm. little <laughs> I joke I'm it. happy to, yeah, no, to no. <laughs> this yeah. will become like a football yeah. podcast you may not leave the room <laughs> 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 I'll be honest I'm much
2: less opinionated than Mason is some of the opinions yeah. Mason and Tom <laughs> in the office come up with see I love winning games not comfortably because you yeah. learn more from it yeah because you get the win so you feel good but you also can learn from oh that could have been so much easier than we made it and it makes you want to get play them next time beat them by more and it just keeps the hunger going so how have you kept the hunger going for your career like
1: it's been difficult it really has Um, it's kind of the you just got to keep going and i don't i'll be honest i don't know why i keep going (laughs) but
0: you know I think would you be missing something if you didn't? Do you feel yes,
1: yes? And the answer to that is the 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 people, yeah. Mm. The the
0: camaraderie with the with with the players. You know that's why I always love doing like these podcasts because you meet so many fascinating people. Like this today is just like I I I love having these interactions because I love learning about people. Yeah. Because like I might not ever you know be involved in rugby rugby league, um, but I can take away obviously not just you know elements of the sport but like your mindset and the way you approach certain things and I can you know internalize that and add that to my kind of yeah tool set as a human so
1: yeah but you know in terms of going you know if we're going over to France and you're spending time with people that you are friends with you know like you said before it's essentially you're going on holiday with your family because you're together do you know what I mean you are a unit um so, you know, going from um from that to nothing is probably what does keep me keep yeah, me involved. Yeah, yeah. Um and from a playing perspective, there is always something to achieve. You yeah. Know, there of is course. there is always something and a way that I can help influence the game
0: yeah. and make the game better. Do you, you ever know? feel like obviously did you ever feel like when you won the World Cup, I know it was early on when the sport was still growing, but say now you'd won, was it, say now you'd won that this year or last year, do you think you'd you then feel like, oh, what is there more for me to do? Or do you think you'd still be finding ways? Because I spoke to um, Lawrence Whiteley, uh, came in like a couple of weeks back and he's a rower. Uh, and he was saying that he's just won like two goals at the Paralympics. And he won in Rio, I believe. And then he won again uh, in Tokyo. And he was saying he's having these thoughts in his mind of, do I continue with this? Do, like, is there more for me to achieve from this? And then he obviously mentioned that there's the world record that he could beat, but because the conditions weren't good enough uh, on the waters or whatever with the wind, it was a slow race. So it, they never yeah. got to do that. So he said, maybe that's not fulfilled for him. But then he was saying, what if it, what if the conditions are bad again? Am I then wasting four years? So it's, I, I love that yeah. kind of thought process of when do you... Yeah,
1: it's a difficult one. And I think that, I think that, Sorry, I, I don't, I think depending on what day you catch me on, I'll yeah. probably give you a different answer. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know, that's the nature of humanity. Yeah, I think human. when I woke up on uh, Friday morning, um, I'd just played Fringland Knights, injured my arm, wasn't feeling great. Yeah. If you'd have asked me that and I'd have been like, I'm done. Yeah, that's my beer. Um you know, and then you get up Saturday and you're like, Oh and it's
2: can't like, wait to play.
0: Another game tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go again. You find that you get that dynamic with just like work or anything, don't you? Where you'll get to like a Monday and you're like, Oh god, a whole yeah. week yeah. of this and then like you get into work and you see like familiar faces and you're like, Do you know what? A lot of that's just my mind playing tricks on me to make yeah. me think that I don't want to be doing these things. Yeah. Until until like without it, then as soon as you haven't got a job and you're just at home, on and you yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. thinking it's isolated and quite lonely, really, isn't it? So yeah.
2: Because like going back to like you're traveling with your family. What was it like playing with like Adam and Deck in the England side? So you've known them like teammates, but now internationally as well. What was that like? So. We,
1: we, the thing is, is that we have a very. So within it, within the England camp, you might think that it's you know you have a, a Wigan table, you have a Halifax yeah, yeah. table, you have a Leeds table. You know, yeah. it's not like that. No. It, it, it's just one group of people. Yeah. Um. Yes, I probably spend more of my time with Adam and Declan whilst yeah. I'm there. That's only because I know them on a more, more yeah. personal level. Um, but it it was. It, it was great seeing them both play. Mm-hmm. They both played fantastic, the pair of them. Um, yeah. It, the only real difference is the style of play, really. Yeah. So the style in which we play at England is completely different to the way we play at yeah. Wigan. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of one thing that's new. It's, it's
0: like, like different formations
1: and just tactics. So it's a different style completely. Yeah. So with England,
0: we try and keep the ball alive. Right. So yeah, there's a lot of passes and then moving quickly in between to set yourself up
1: yeah so it's basically being supported by so when you're going forward you're not going forward on your own you've got support available so you can oh there's options for on offload whereas at wigan we play one up in our own half get out of our own half and then we play in the same style yeah. So it's a bit more risky. There's a bit more risk involved, you know, with a knock on or whatever in, in your own half. Yeah. Um, so it's just getting used to that. Just a different stylistic. Just a I different style yeah. of play, but it does suit my style of play because it's playing with your head up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's more. If
2: you find a gap, you find a gap. It's not like yeah. going, You take that. You take. Yeah.
1: That. I mean, we even do that at Wigan. Let's be on. You know, at, uh, if I'm honest, like, you know, if we we do one all.
2: Yeah.
1: But there's a big massive gap there yeah don't just you just, you just <laughs> go for a big massive gap like you know it, it's the whole I think the philosophy and the way that we play is that at England if I if I am going that way and Mason's coming back on this side I can just chuck the ball over my head if I want because if yeah. that's on be there. if that's on I can go for it you can go if it goes
0: wrong that's acceptable right I see however
1: however at Wigan we, it'd be like what on earth Why are you doing you just stick that? the ball let's yeah. just get yeah. out of our own half and then when we're further up the court let's then start doing then the, maybe you can do that
0: the, not yeah. showboating per se but well I suppose it, it's not that you're intentionally it's just that you think I can it's get a, away with this yeah, yeah it's something that isn't the
1: norm it's something yeah. that breaks the defence down by you know they're not expecting me yeah, to ball over my head because I've seen illusion to yeah. a degree yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so that's the difference is that. The David Blaine of the wheelchair <laughs> <Day> rugby <laughs> league game. So yeah. you should, yeah, you, that you can reinvent yourself and start doing magic tricks <laughs> on <there. Yeah. laughs> on the sidelines. Yeah. What's he doing? Yeah. <laughs> but can I ask an uh, interjection, And have you got anything like selfishly you'd like to ask, like tips about kind of, you know, for a plot prolonged yeah, career yeah. yourself? So, obviously. So
2: for me to get like a career like yours, what would you give me as like tips for for me to do and things like that?
1: Um, so it'd just be a case of really stick at it. Yeah. Um listen to your coach's advice and just keep looking at ways to improve. Yeah. Look forward, not back. Um is the biggest one I've taken away. Yeah. And the best piece of advice I've ever been given is that you just playing an eighty minute rugby game.
2: Yeah, don't overthink it. it's
1: all you're doing. Yeah. You've done that. There might be ten thousand people in a stadium when you're playing in a World Cup yeah, next yeah. year. It's just an eighty game, eighty minute game of rugby, which yeah. you've done in front of everybody yeah, yeah. yeah. tons of times.
0: Yeah. Just concentrate on that. Do your job. Yeah. And the thing is you know how to play, yeah, otherwise yeah. you wouldn't play, right? No, so just implement everything that you've had in that regime that you've trained hard for and then don't yeah, don't focus externally. think not internally but yeah yeah just concentrate on it it's just one game of
1: rugby and all you really have to do is your job yeah that's it you do your job on this play and then on the next play you do your job again yeah, yeah. and you do your job again yeah and again and again for 80 Keep minutes. doing that yeah. and you'll be on the other side <laughs> <of course. laughs> and we'll be interviewing you
0: over here putting, but, you, putting you under the spotlight yeah. but you know that's the best piece of advice yeah, i've yeah. ever been given really yeah so it's just the game of rugby and do your job yeah lovely thank you honestly i think yeah i think that's a pretty wonderful way to like yeah seal obviously the podcast um first and foremost kind of what are your ambitions obviously uh, obviously with the like schools and what can because obviously you're giving back to players already yeah. um you're obviously thinking about kind of ways to push the sport forward so, how, how would you think by going obviously into schools and being able to have like this kind of conversation that'll inspire like future generations of athletes? Not necessarily obviously, you know, wheelchair rugby league, but sports in general. So, it is, it is about
1: inspiring the future generation, isn't it? Yeah. You know, that's, that's what this is all about. How um, do you
0: get people actively participating?
1: Yeah. So, obviously, wheelchair rugby league it, it is unique in a sense that anybody can play it. Yeah. So, you don't have to be disabled, Yeah, you, you could be a man, woman, whatever, it doesn't matter. Anybody can get involved. Um, the beauty of it is, like you were saying before, you might go watch Nate, uh, watch Mason, sorry, uh, playing a game. Why don't you just go and play?
0: Yeah. yeah, You
1: can do. You can. You, you I can, do, yeah. 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 And, 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 yeah, and that doesn't work the other mean. way around, no, mate. So no, that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying is, as friends, as a group, you know, as colleagues you can do a sport together what doesn't work in any other format if
2: you you were playing normal rugby I couldn't come and join you (laughs) (laughs) no that's not happening but I can come and join you yeah
1: Yeah, so you can join in you can get involved so if if that's your friend if that's your brother your sister your mum your auntie whatever it is that does have a disability and you don't what else can you do together sporting wise you are restricted so you know it has that option to be available to anybody Yeah. Um. and the,
0: the thing what I'm looking for is so it's a much more from, inclusive really yeah, yeah. I uh, think
2: it's the most inclusive sport out there if you think about it there's not many more that, yeah. I don't that think everyone is, could no. get
1: involved in there is no other sport that you can both play at any level yeah. so that whether that be club level or international level together the, the, regardless of whether yeah, you're yeah. Disability, yeah. disabled or disabled or not, or, or not. Um, the biggest thing I want to see is, you know, how old were you when you first started playing? Eight. So you were eight when you yeah. first started playing. That's what we want to see. Yeah. So
0: you want to see more people at
1: their age. So thing. I was 18 when I
0: first got involved. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So
1: had I been playing <laughs> from being eight years old, would I have been better than I am Yeah. Now, had I had that extra...
0: Experience, you know, we see it all a lot of the time. We see it, you know, with but we mentioned football. I, think, I suppose the thing you had on your side was with it being new. I suppose you had like a lot of like drive and passion, which, like I say, goes out of sports once they become kind of solidified. Yeah. So obviously yeah you if you can get people to start earlier yeah. then obviously they're going to be passionate for a longer time of and course
1: yeah and we see it all the time don't we with football yeah. yeah you know you don't start playing football yeah. when you're 18
2: yeah you start when you're you start when six, you're six, you see six, the academies six, now yeah. and
1: you're in the academy from 11 years old and that's again when i was saying before about how how we grow the game yeah, yeah. it's about players starting when they're, they're the young because young, young, i was because you
2: know? i was in the academy at north wales where i am now for me, but I didn't actually play a game till I was twelve. So mm. I've already had the four years' of experience it's to it. get to that point. And
0: what you don't want is people that might have a lot of potential who don't necessarily know that these things exist for them. So then they get to like fifteen. I mean, I speak from my own personal reflection. Someone who's loved sports like always, and I just never actively took part in these things because I just didn't know where to start. So I think if I'd have had someone like of your influence and like stature come in and be like. Listen, go? yeah, listen. Now's the time to start. You know, you might not like it, but at least you gave it a try. Then I think maybe that, uh, you know, who knows what I could be doing with that. But, yeah, I mean, I got lucky that I'm able to speak to people yeah. like yourselves. So, I mean,
1: I didn't get involved with disability sport until I was 18. Yeah, and that was because I didn't know it existed. Yeah, yeah, you know, so obviously the way the world is now is completely different to so when I was, you know. In my What would you uh, say that did for like your life at that time? So it transformed it completely Yeah you know I so I, as a kid, I was a, I, I was able to stand and yeah. run. I, I say run in the loosest form. Uh, <laughs> nah, 100, wobbling, wobbling, 100 wobbling. Sprinter, Come on, what <laughs> so w- wobbling with style is how I would describe it. You know, um, so I, I would never be able to keep up with somebody who was um, non-disabled. Yeah, well, I don't but, know. There's a few in the office, <laughs> <laughs> but my brain, playing, <laughs> my brain would work in the same way as it does now. Yeah. So playing football, for example, with my friends as a kid. I would know what they're gonna do and how they're just gonna do it. I just couldn't physically yeah. move my get body there, to get there. There. Yeah. So when yeah. I when I found wheelchair sports at eighteen, and it was basketball yeah. I first got involved in, I was wow. like, oh my god.
0: Like I, I, I can, can move. I can move, yeah,
2: as like, I was thinking. Yeah. yeah.
0: Everything like both things came into power and you're able to like use your brain power to actually do the yeah. action, physical
1: so. side of it. Yeah. Um so that that's something that I massively Missed out on as a kid, really. You know, is having that um, wheelchair sport available to me as a kid, which it was, it existed. I just didn't know about it. Yeah. So doing stuff like this helps spread that that knowledge. So if the 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 school might not have anybody who is disabled in it. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that one of the kids, but one of the kids in the school. Might have a friend that goes to a different school yeah mm-hmm. who is disabled and they can talk about that and they can
0: talk about and, it yeah. and, then and that teachers will, will find... go and talk to other teachers who yeah. will yeah. then you know find say it. how you know because we're like I'll, I'll you know be first to say i this has been so fascinating and like i'll go home and i'll speak to my parents and say how like amazing today was for me and like it's the same thing with teachers they'll go and tell other teachers then maybe their schools will want to get involved with yeah. this project yeah and then you'll have more athletes going to schools and it just filters doesn't it it's and catalyst in 20 years time
1: when I was yeah. saying before about you know the, the impacts of just the Twitter stuff yeah but the impact of this in 20 years time I'd Going like massive. to hope is Exponential. that the players yeah. that are coming through by doing
0: things like this are just 10 times better than I've ever been Yeah. yeah. and the game gets better <laughs> yeah. and better and that's better a n- that's a nice way to look at it because you some people might be like oh I'm the best and I don't want people to no. do that but I think any like athlete that wants to push a sport forward would want other people to exceed them yeah like breaking records you know I think irrespective of, of where the sport is at I,
1: I've I've never considered myself to be one of the best players. And that's just due to I've never been the fastest. I've never been, you know, any any if you break down all the aspects of the game, I probably wouldn't put myself at the the, the top of any of them.
0: But from an outsider's perspective, mm. someone like Mason might look at like the skill set you have and think, Yeah, he might not be the fastest, but he can do all of these yeah, things so well together.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm probably like a, a two across the board rather than like, you know, a one or anything. I, I'm probably... I thought you
2: could say rather than a ten. I was
0: like, Jesus, you really are. Don't put yourself yeah, yeah, down yeah. that much. Yeah,
1: sorry. Yeah, going the other way around. So like a nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ten, <laughs> okay, so yeah. Nine across the board. I prefer that. One. Probably down at like kicking is probably a, a two but you know different across the board majority of the skills that yeah. you need within the game are probably a nine
2: but you'd rather be a nine in all end and be a 10 10 4 3 3 yeah. 2 yeah it's consistency
1: yeah. isn't it yeah and that's just about being able to switch different yeah yeah, yeah between the different modes whatever's happening in that moment you can adapt to that.
0: yeah that's honestly thank you so much um Any last words? Anything you'd like to say? Obviously, to close, I think, yeah, everything's been very succinct, like, profound. Uh, I'm sure... Yeah, I've learned a lot. I've learned a massive amount, so thank you so much. Um, Thank you. I'll do a little wrap-up. So, yeah, this has been the Sports for Champions podcast with Martin Norris. If you would like... Uh, you can also listen to this on Spotify uh, or obviously this will be uploaded onto our YouTube channel which is Sports for Champions. So please 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 check this episode out because it's been yeah, a pleasure to have you. So thank you so much. Thank you. Brilliant. Thank, thank you. you so much. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, really really <laughs> 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 sorry, Yeah. i was like, sorry guys. Thank
2: you so much.